0: What's up Braves Nation, this is the Ethos Braves Sports Podcast, I'm your host John Kay, and on the other side is my wise, my best friend,
1: Jeremy, Jeremy, how's it going? Oh good John, a little salty though because, uh, you know, didn't get any help from uh, the uh, good old teams that the Mets played, but I guess we're going to have to go take care of business this upcoming weekend.
0: Well, don't you know when you fry a fish, you got to add salt to it? So you know.
1: <laughs> yes, that is the truth. That is the truth. It would have been nice to get a little bit of help, uh, you know, from from uh, uh, you know the Nationals. It would be nice, and it would have been nice to get some help from the Marlins. But um, <clears throat> you know, I guess uh, we actually took care of business, which is good. The Braves yeah. did, but uh, you know, it would have been nice to have a little bit of help. And then, of course, you didn't need any Monday night either and not playing. So we're going to have to go take care of business against the Phillies. It does worry me a little bit. So I don't want to be that far behind to where, uh, you know, it, it's absolutely crucial that we win every game going up against New York. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, hopefully uh, they will run into some teams. It's embarrassing. The Yankees are even more embarrassing. And, okay, they couldn't beat them either. So uh, it's, uh, it's a little frustrating enough. You know? Yankees are going off beating everybody else. You can't beat the Mets, you know, and that's <laughs> embarrassing in the town that they live in, you know, since oh, they okay. always, they've ruled the town, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So the Braves have been busy lately.
1: They have been, John. I, I, I was, um, you know, I, I was, uh, I guess, a little surprised at some of the moves. I've I've heard, you know, names being out there. Uh, Noah Syndergaard's name still out there that they're, Kind of tied to, uh, but they made two quick deals Monday night for, uh, uh, you know, a, a couple of players and, and, um, you know, what, Coleman from Detroit and then uh, Oda Rizzi from uh, Houston. But the, I guess the more surprising thing is they got the starter Oda Rizzi, who had a great game the, the last time he pitched against Seattle uh, on the 31st of uh, July. And, but they gave up Will Smith. Uh mm-hmm. so that was kind of a surprise, although Smith has struggled lately and I know he's been taking a lot of heat from some of the press, at least in Atlanta, maybe time it's time to get rid of him. But they must be thinking Kirby Yates is ready to go, John, because you know, to get rid of a guy like Will Smith who has been that potential uh closer the last couple of years, and then uh you get Kenley Jansen who, who has, you know, been the closer but has struggled a little bit too. So they must be thinking Kirby Yates is ready to go, and I hope he's ready to go because I, you know, we could use a fresh arm out of the bullpen. Um, I,
0: for some reason, I was under the impression it was Robbie Grossman.
1: Uh, him too. Whoever that is, Uh, that was one of the guys I'd never heard of. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A little
0: bit. Sorry, Grossman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, Trey Harris was involved in a trade. I believe it was with the Grossman trade to Detroit.
1: Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, um, I, could, I could be wrong. Yeah. Lying. Sorry, Coleman. I I don't know what I'm talking about. Um. Yeah. It is Grossman. Um. You know, I, I it, two quick deals is mm-hmm. all. And Grossman not really doing a whole lot either. Uh. To be honest with you, uh. I guess they just added a little bit of outfield depth, but they also picked up Adrianza too. Oh, yeah. uh, who they had, who they had before, picked him up earlier in the day. Uh. From the from the Nats, and then they. Uh, designated for assignment, Cano. So uh, no surprise there. Surprised they signed Cano anyway to begin with. But I don't know that they really gave him a shot. But I really would have preferred preferred to keep Arcia in that spot, regardless. Uh, you know, Ozzy's going to be back soon anyway to begin with. So um, you know, picked up a little bit of experience with Adrianza. But uh, other than that, I, I guess uh, the the main piece to the puzzle is is uh, Odorizzi from. Uh, from houston yeah uh, because he's a starter and 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 i suspect you know what i this is just me just thinking off the top of my head i suspect that spencer strider's coming somewhere close to being on some kind of innings restriction i would um you know where they're going to move him to the bullpen and what a what a guy coming out of the bullpen by the way (laughs) okay
0: we talked about
1: this yeah we've talked about this already what a guy coming out of the bullpen! Can you imagine uh, going, um, you know, Strider in the seventh, Kirby Yates in the eighth, and and uh, Kenley Jansen in the ninth? That, um, I mean,
0: I'm getting John, flashbacks should, of Ovemprol from earlier.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like what they had, even to the point of last year when they went Chris Martin, you know, in the in the seventh, he got traded too. From the Cubs to the Dodgers, when well, they had Chris Martin, when he was at his uh, you know great form, he would go the seventh, and you would have Magic or Mentor, uh, you know, going the eighth, and then you would have Will Smith coming in for the ninth. You mm-hmm. know, even Dylan Lee's moved up pretty high in that pecking order yep. as well, and he's been pitching really great with another lefty coming out of there. So, you know, the bullpen is very strong and. And to, to move Strider there and to bring in Odorizzi and let him pitch in Strider's spot, it just makes the bullpen even even tougher. And Odorizzi's got some, you know, played at seven innings, gave up two hits against the Mariners, a very good team the last time he pitched. So, um, you know, has not pitched too bad this year, uh, especially with the Astros. So, uh, not a bad pickup. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, take another starter, but that's just my guess. Moving you know, maybe Strider back to the bullpen and then, um, you know, letting him come out. And if he needs to pitch two innings, he pitches two innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'd be my guess, but I, you know, I, he's got to be on some kind of inning restriction somewhere in there. Um, and then of course, next year, be able to go uh, even further, but you don't want to burn him out right off the bat. But right. uh, that's, that's my guess. And I don't know if we're done or not, John. I mean, who knows, uh, you know, the the deadline Tuesday what uh, four o'clock or something I think's the deadline so uh, somewhere in that neighborhood so who knows if we're done or not uh, again Syndergaard's name's still out there so uh, could be one of those where you don't want somebody else to get him. Uh, but anyway a lot uh, of things going on right
0: what exactly exactly what else do you know about Odorizzi is left handed right I'm, I've never seen him or I've oh.
1: I've never he's he's a right hander okay has been a starter he's thirty two years old, so I mean he's been around uh, for a while uh, not not a bad year for the Astros. Um, you know, Verlander's got the year going uh, and you know, of course, the Astros are doing well. so the Astros must have felt very comfortable with needing a bullpen guy uh, mm. to be able to get to to get rid of him and uh, so. I, you know that was probably the the big surprise, considering I just got a push about you know Syndergaard being the guy maybe that uh, they were looking at that that name had been attached to. Um, but um, anyway, I don't know. Um, he's you know three and two. You know he picked no excuse me he picked up a three two victory over the Mariners on uh, Sunday, uh, where he just allowed two hits and uh, struck out a uh, season high of eight in seven innings. Uh, didn't yield it. Yeah, pretty good. Didn't yield a hit until the fourth inning. So, um, you know, not, not bad. Uh, and it's not a bad year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it, it'll be, it, it, you know, there's always that difference of coming to the national league from the American league. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles that. But um, you know, a guy that's been pitching already with the Astros. So he knows about pitching uh, at least uh, in some pressure situations because they're you know, battling it out for their top spot as well. So, uh, you know, it should be uh, should be a good pickup, and we'll see. He'll, my guess again, is he's going to pitch one of the games against the Mets uh, because um,
0: everybody will have to.
1: Yeah, everybody will have to. So, I, I that's again my guess. I, you know, that's it's interesting because is you know I'm trying to think. You're you know you've got Strider going tonight. Uh, and that means um, – that means uh, what? – we're going to start back over again. If Charlie Morton's going to go uh, uh, Wednesday, and then you're going to go with Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, uh, Max Freed, Spencer Strider, or does Oda Rizzi pitch one of those games during the doubleheader? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think everybody's going to have to pitch against the Mets. Right. Uh, especially with that doubleheader. So picking up that extra starter just gives you somebody else in that doubleheader to go. And, and that way you keep everybody in the same rotation. You keep everybody, uh, keep the line moving. That way you don't have to go, you know, potentially with, um, you know, two of your guys like a Strider and Morton on, on Saturday. You go with Strider and Oda Rizzi and then Morton on Sunday. So, right. you know, you can you move the pieces around a little bit, uh, you know, should be uh, – which which should make it interesting. But still, um, you know, that – it, I, I don't know. I you never know. I'd love to be in the room to see what happens on, on those draft times over these last few days, to see who who going, who's doing what and who's doing where. Love to be there just to see how the pieces move.
0: I'd like to be in Anthopolis' head to see how well or see how he makes the, the decisions that he makes. Because he yeah. seems like a genius lately.
1: Well, he has. He seems like he's pulled off some pretty good deals. Uh seems like he's been able to 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 move the pieces around Uh, much like a lot of people, um, you know, I I think, you know, he's got a little bit of that John Scherholtz mind, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, not maybe making those spectacular plays, but maybe making those plays that uh, you can at least uh, help you out. Uh, You know, Adrianza really helped out last year in uh, several different places. Mm -hmm. Uh, Utility guy uh, you know, can play a lot of, a lot of places. So, um, I expect that's, you know, they're going to be using him and even with Grossman, um, you know, you know, going to plug him in somewhere and who knows what you get out of him. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, Sandoval, you know, he was a guy that, um, you know, helped out in the beginning of the year last year and you got, uh, you know, you got 25, 30 at bats for him, you know, and they were really, really good at bats. Uh, and and then you know you ended up letting go of him, but still you know if you can have that down the stretch with some of these guys, uh, then that's what you need. Uh, and especially coming up with it with the number of games you know you've got coming up against teams, uh, mm-hmm. you know it, it it's definitely uh, one of those to where um, you, you got to have guys like this. And and you know then that puts the onus on the Mets. What are the Mets going to do? uh, you know, Vogelbach was one and, and, and some other small things. But what's the Mets going to do? You know, the Mets, I do not believe, are going to trade for a guy like Juan Soto. Uh, you know, uh, he's giving up a haul. You know, so, part, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I was just agreeing with you. I, I wouldn't think they would because they're settled there.
1: I would think that they were, too. They've got a lot of pieces already in place. Um, um, I just don't think that they would jump in there to, to trade for a guy. So then – what kind of splash uh, do they make? Uh, are they going to make a splash? I don't know that they can make a splash, to be quite honest with you, John, uh, just because um, who are they going to get?
2: Um, yeah. Open I mean, help. Uh,
1: well, I mean, who's out there for them to get that they won't have to command a a pretty good price against?
2: Oh, you I know? don't know.
1: You know, I mean, that's just – I don't know. That's That's what I'm – that's kind of what I'm thinking. What are you, who are you gonna go after that that you're gonna be able to to get without having to give up a lot of a lot of things? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. Bullpen help could be there. You know, again, with this five game series coming up against the Mets, you're gonna need um, a lot of bullpen. Right. Uh, Braves, fortunately, having the day off. Uh, Monday so they're going to get a little bit of a break and they didn't really tax the bullpen over the weekend either you know no. Max Fried went seven on Sunday we'll talk about that too he went seven on Sunday so he only had to use a couple of of uh, pitchers a couple of bullpenners so you know you're you're at least in a very good spot maybe going into that Mets series because uh you know if the Mets don't get a starter and and the brave starters can can uh, do what they're supposed to do and 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 pitch like they should then you don't tax the bullpen and when you need to use them then you're in good shape right Uh, and hopefully you can out bullpen the match uh you know i don't know if we're going to be able to out hit them or not but hopefully (laughs) you can out out bullpen them and then lo and behold you know you, you win some games the problem is you're going in behind already you don't need to go in as behind so you hope that the Nats can pick up uh, you know, maybe a couple of wins, and maybe the Braves can continue, but we're both going in hot anyway to begin with. So, who yeah. knows? Look, a lot of things will happen by the end of Tuesday.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, going back to the Grossman trade, they, like I said earlier, they traded uh, Trey Harris. Now, I will say, I was a fan of Trey Harris, but right. a lot of it was because he was a local kid. He was at right. uh, McKedron High School down here in uh, South Cobb County, which is right. right down the street from Truist Park. Um, right. He was a SEC guy. He played uh, college ball at Missouri. Um, actually, Trey Harris hit a home run, and he, he hit the first ever home run in uh, Truist Park. Uh, huh. Okay. It was, was SunTrust at the time, but yeah. Right. Right. But, right. And, right. Him and his Missouri Tigers come down here to play yeah. at, uh, Georgia.
1: Huh. So. All right. Well, look at that.
0: Um, All right. He
1: was,
0: well, hometown kid. I'll, I'll always cheer yeah. for him. But he. Yeah. He, Got to Mississippi, the double-A affiliate, and then kind of stalled out there. Um, yeah. So, man, the outfield of him, Michael Harris, and Justin Dean at Mississippi was the elite. Yeah. It was wow. speed all the way across the outfield.
1: Right. So, well, you know, they, they must have felt pretty comfortable, um, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowing they could give up somebody like that. and um, They must have felt pretty comfortable. Uh, yeah, which I agree. You know, i uh, you know, okay. You know, I'm I'm glad that they can. Uh, I'm glad they can feel comfortable giving them up. You know, yeah. uh, but uh, you you would like to be able to hang on to some of the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would hope uh, that you could hang on to some of the guys, uh, but
0: I'm not know. as uh, <clears throat> uh, affected by this trade as I was the one uh, back in the off season. I'll say that. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. I I mean, I, I agree. And I think that's where you have to, as a general manager, you have to really watch, um, you have to watch what you give up. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to give up too much. Uh, you just don't. No. Uh, so anyway, I, I mean, uh, um, what do you do? What do you don't do? uh what's what's available what can you afford to give up and you know i felt pretty good i guess giving up waters and and um you know i i, I don't want to give up too much no uh you know you got to restock somewhere along the way so uh, they i did, guess that's the other pardon
0: they did sign all 22 of their draft picks so, yes that helps. yeah
1: that does help uh so you know the general manager's uh, job is to Uh, not only to win but you got to make sure you got stuff pieces there to fill in Mm -hmm. uh, when needed and that's the I guess that's the other thing about the general manager
0: um there's still a lot of talent possibility at Rome and Augusta so that hasn't been proven yet but there's still some talent down there I believe
1: right right well gotta gotta find a talent somewhere right
0: Right, and
1: All right. Uh, go down and get them in the minors, and we got some guys down there. I think we still got some guys down there that are that are available and that could pitch. So, um, oh yeah, you know, keep them and and let's go. And I I think I don't know if we're gonna do anything else. I, I doubt. I don't. I don't think we will. But um, I think right now we're we're gonna be in good shape, and let's hope we uh, move on and let's let's get to it. You know.
0: Exactly. There's one more thing before we get into the breakdown of the series that I wanted to bring up, did you think yeah. uh I think we got a first baseman for a or a third baseman for a few years,
1: yeah, you know we signed that guy that that's um just absolutely killing the ball right now, <laughs> and yeah i i was I'm glad you know it's good got it done now, okay mm-hmm. uh because what happens later in the year when he keeps going and going and going and going and going? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's he's already he's already having a whale of a whale of a year already, and now we're talking about uh you know again now we're talking about uh him having to pay him more money maybe mm-hmm. more money maybe more money maybe more money so uh team friendly deal at least what I think uh, at least from what I could figure out because um. You know, they, they only had to give up uh, $212 million for, for 10 years.
0: 10, yeah, 10 years, yeah.
1: And and that's a, that's a good thing because, you know, that's only 20, what, $20 million a year?
0: Something like I'm, that. Close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you know that, hey, maybe on the open market, he might be able to command more than that, especially the way he's been playing uh, the last couple of years and probably the leading front runner, uh, you know, for, for, MVP maybe. Uh, so I mean, wow. I mean, that's a you know to get that kind of a deal. Uh, that's that's a heck of a deal right there. Heck of a deal.
0: Now I know I I think I heard earlier that it could go to two thirty two if they picked up uh, last year. Yeah. Year, I
1: and think. and great. Um, I'm I'm I hope they I, I I don't no problem. You know his age. Um, you know he's still a youngster, and that's kind of like Juan Soto. You know. Um Aaron Judge Juan Soto. Who do you want? Well let's see. I, I know why against except the against the Mets, by the way. Aaron Judge has hit ten, <laughs> what, ten home runs in twelve games? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's up to he's up to forty something homers already this year. Mm-hmm. Um so he's thirty. Okay? Okay. He's thirty. So if you're the Yankees, what kind of deal do you offer him? You know, I wouldn't go more than five years. No. I'm sorry. No. He's 30. Now, Juan Soto, who's 23, okay, you know, I could give him 10, 12 years.
2: Yep, yep. And
1: and, and the money because he's 23, okay? Right. And I, I struggle giving Judge money at 30, especially with the way he's – his health of late.
0: You break um, my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he has. Uh, he has, again, pitched very good this year. I mean, pitch. He's played very good this year, <laughs> and he's been in the games. Right.
0: Um,
1: he's hit the ball. This is a contract year for him. The so,
0: thing, Stanton, I, 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 you know, he gets hurt too much for my pain. you
1: you, you, yeah, again, that's, that's true. He does. They, I, I just, I can't give that much money to a guy who's 30. Mm-hmm. Um, Could I trade for Juan Soto and give him that much money, give him a 10-year deal? Absolutely, because he's 23. Mm -hmm. At the end of his contract, he'd be 33. Mm -hmm. So I could live with that because, you know, you're going to get, I think, 10 good years out of a guy, whereas Judge, you're only going to get maybe five, six more years, and that's it at the least. I mean, at the most, I think. So what the um,
0: pain is, I, I don't have very long in my prime of my athletic ability in my life.
1: Um, I can tell you from experience, no, <laughs> you don't, John. Okay? <laughs> you do not. Yes. Right. Things start to get um, – you start to get a lot slower, and you start to feel a little worse in the mornings. You know, <laughs> after you've done uh, – like played softball or baseball or run or, you know, run – let's just go run a couple extra miles well trust me the next day you'll feel it you know <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs>
1: okay sorry i don't thanks mean to bust, the... burst the bubble john but
0: You're bursting just, my bubble here
1: yeah that's just the way it is um sorry that's just the age thing coming you know image of
0: me running and working out for like until i was 80 you know
1: <laughs> well i guess you can i mean that's <laughs> um you know that i that people do it. You just don't get as much out of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. You're you're gonna slow down a lot. Okay.
0: Not, not everybody can be Julio Franco.
1: Not everybody can be Julio Franco <laughs> exactly right and play until they're uh, you know, fifty something. Or um oh, what's the other pitcher, um foyer? Pardon? Jamie Moyer. Um, yeah, there's another one. Um, oh gosh, he pitched for the Braves. Um, he's pitched for a lot of teams. I'll think of it in a minute. Anyway, Bartolo. Um, yeah, that's him. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Bartolo Colon. He's gone a long way. Let's put it yeah. that way. He yeah. may still be pitching. Let's put it that way too.
0: Julio Franco is still <laughs> playing baseball in Mexico.
1: He probably is. The the way that he was in shape, uh, he probably is. He doesn't show up for alumni weekend because he's still playing, right? Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Yes. So, yeah. So, I I'm, I like the deal. I like that he's a hometown kid, or a southern kid. Yeah. Riley and you know I, I yeah. like the deal. Um.
1: Well, it, it was uh, it, it was it was one of those they they needed to do. Okay. <laughs> Um, Austin and and look, I didn't realize they were doing it, messing with it in the middle of the year. You couldn't have told it they were messing with his contract in the middle of the year, because he was having a, he's still having a heck of a year. And, yeah. And uh, I mean, just I, the look on Sunday. You know, I'm 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 sitting there and it's actually rained here. Um, and and so it had rained on Sunday, so I couldn't go outside and do anything outside because. Uh, there was another threat of some rain and stuff. So I, I was inside, and I was kind of off and on watching it anyway. And uh, Max Freed pitched a great game Sunday. And, and, but I knew that I, Austin Riley's got a chance to come up in the ninth.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: all it took was, uh, you know, one hit, one double, and Matt Olsen scores. And uh, lo and behold, you win the, the series, and you sweep the Diamondbacks, and you get your first win of the year with a one nothing game. There we go. Hadn't done that all year. Yeah.
0: Um. So I don't. I don't want to hear about rain. I got stuck in a torrential thunderstorm. I heard. Yes. Walking in Rome. So yes. My wife had to come get me. I was. It was. (laughs) We were four miles into a twenty-five mile ruck, and she's like, "I'm coming to get you." It's lightning severely. (laughs) You're not staying out of that. I was like, "Okay, I'll
1: go." Yes. Well. We have been um, honestly here in the, uh, at least in the western end of the great state of Kentucky, which is where I'm at. We have been in a drought uh, hmm. almost. Uh, we and, and part of the county that I live in uh, is is in extreme drought. Oh really? Uh, and so we got some rain, which helped last week. Not a whole lot, but our folks in eastern Kentucky got the worst of it and yeah. got a lot had a lot of flooding. And things like that, Um, and so we ended up getting some rain last night too, because we got some uh, thunderstorms, and and we needed it. That's definitely, but we're still a long way away from catching up rain wise So it was nice to see the rain. Let's put it that way, and and be able to get some wet. But we still needed a a lot more. Still need a lot more. So we could borrow some. So if you could send some our way, and just you know let it uh, that way. Um, But isn't it the way it goes? You you get out there and you want to go do something and and uh, you know, rain happened. You know, well, but that's bad rain. You don't need to be out of thunderstorm. No, th- you know? I
0: could, I could do with rain, thunder and lightning. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of there. It was yes. so bad that she couldn't see. The, she could barely see to drive home. <laughs> the lightning was popping all around. I was like, I, Oh I'm yeah, so um, yeah, that's great. Speaking, speaking, I know we're way off topic, but sorry guys. Speaking of like yes. Kentucky, just prayers out for those those people, and because I've heard it's yes. really bad over there.
1: It is bad, it is bad, and uh, as a matter of fact, I was in a meeting last night or Monday night and we were talking about trying to send some help up their way. Our church is very giving on uh, on many different things, and uh that's one of them to help with relief efforts and um so hopefully uh we're gonna get that started but but yeah it's it's pretty bad, pretty bad, so uh you know this the the state has been hit with um Lots of bad things in the last eight to ten months, and mm-hmm. uh, it's. Um, but we've also had a lot of brothers and sisters that have jumped in to help out,
0: and oh, not yeah. only
1: on this end, and uh, you know we're going to send it to the other end as well. So uh, hopefully to help out those folks.
0: It uh, it just kind of warmed my heart when uh, I think it was Ballard sent a truckload of or three or four truckloads of stuff
1: to Mayfield. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh you know the the relief effort on Beach, both ends.
0: Beachwood, sorry, Beachwood. Yeah,
1: right, Beachwood. Yeah, the the relief effort on both ends have been uh, really really good since the tornado that hit the you know this area. Uh, so even you know Mayfield, yes, I think earlier the I think yesterday or Sunday or something sent some uh, relief effort help up up you know back the other way. So yeah. uh, that that was a good thing. So you know it's um. It's a uh, it's a good thing, John. We you know we got people that still want to help. Oh yeah. Uh, and and that's that's what it's all about. We're here to help. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So you were talking about Max Fried on Sunday. I guess we could we, we can go backwards. We don't ever go backwards.
1: Uh, uh we yeah we gotta go backwards, don't we? <laughs> it's good uh, to talk backwards when you win, though, right?
0: Yeah, that's fun. Um.
1: Yeah.
0: I wasn't able to watch the games this weekend because I was stuck in the rain all weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so. Max, I heard Max Fried was really dominant through seven innings, and then uh, Austin Riley walks it off with a one nothing win in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, yeah. What else did you see out of this game?
1: There wasn't much of anything, John. On Sunday, Sunday's game was nothing mm-hmm. other than uh, Max Fried, great game. Uh, you know, even the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, they had a great game. Bullpen came in and did a a, a great job uh, as well as they did all weekend. Uh, the bullpen was really, really good. Um, so, um, you know, a one-nothing win, first one of the year, one that was needed. Um, only had five hits for the Braves, four hits for the Diamondbacks. Um, you know, there there just wasn't a whole lot, to be honest with you. It was not a whole lot. Dylan Lee came in and pitched an inning, uh, did walk a guy, struck out a guy. Kenley Jansen came in, pitched an inning, walked a guy, struck out a guy. But other than that, there just wasn't a whole lot uh, to to really talk about. Uh, Rosario uh, and Darno were on base with a couple of walks, but Riley, Olson, uh, Dansby, and <laughs> excuse me, and Acuna got the hit, uh, yeah. and that was it. Riley got two of them, then Olson had one. Uh, you know, the biggest one in the ninth inning, uh, yeah. the biggest one of his one, uh, and then Dansby had a hit, and Acuna had a hit. Uh, and that was it. I believe Acuna let off the game with a hit. Uh, and that was it. Mm. Uh, and Olsen got the big hit, went the other way, and uh, got on base. And then he was high tailing it when uh, it looked like he was off and running, um, knowing that that ball was going to be in the gap. Um, he came around, you know, oh, uh, the, the riverboat gambler, Ron Washington, <laughs> sending him, headed home. He was waving him in all the way. And the throw was wide to the right of home plate, and he was sliding in, and lo and behold, you get a win. You get a walk-off in the ninth, which is, you know, what you dream about. But Mm -hmm. Riley was the guy that had the two hits. And and if I was going to go with somebody who had another great game, Austin Riley would be that guy. But you also got to look at Max Freeze, who had kind of struggled a little bit Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
1: after the All-Star break. But, boy, did he warm it up on Sunday because seven innings, uh, four hits, two walks, and five strikeouts, not a bad night at the ballpark for uh, good old Max Freed who picked up – I think picked up – no, he didn't pick the win up. I'm sorry. He was looking for win number 11 and Mm -hmm. didn't get it because they didn't get the run until the ninth. So, Kenley Jansen gets the win uh, even though – because he pitched the ninth.
0: Right. Um, So, are you ahead still because you read my mind about players of the game? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, Cuz I could I am there. <laughs>
0: well, that's a scary place. Yeah.
1: yeah, a lot of times you know we do give it to the guys that the hitters but uh you know the pitchers uh, deserve that much as well uh because you know they they do go out in seven innings uh able to manage uh you know a lot of different situations for Max but never really got himself in any any sort of trouble and mm-hmm. and uh lo and behold he got himself uh, you know, got himself a win.
0: Now, going back to Saturday, I think Ian Anderson's been listening to us.
1: Well, you know, I've complained about Ian Anderson all year, John. You know I have, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I've complained about how um, he has really struggled.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: how he has uh, not pitched very well in many different occasions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, how he has this and that. And I think he was kind of listening uh, because <laughs> he pitched a fantastic ball game. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't have – could you have asked for any better ball game? No. Uh, I mean, um, he – it seemed like uh, – and you're right. It seemed like he was listening to us. Uh, it seemed like he had. It seemed like this was the game that he needed to get together. Now, I, I had to throw the caveat in there, though. One game, as I've said before, does not make a – hey the pitcher no. okay uh so what i need to see is i need to see the next game he pitches right okay and the reason i need to see the next game he pitches is because it's going to be against tell lose you so, there are we... you
0: there yeah are you there
1: yeah i need to i need to see what he's going to do Against the Mets, okay, because yeah. Yeah, he's pitching Friday against the Mets. Um, so what's he gonna do against the Mets? That's mm-hmm. what I want to know. Yes, you can pitch against the Diamondbacks. Oh, by the way, the Diamondbacks aren't a bad team.
0: Okay, no, no, uh,
1: they're they're a pretty good team. But I need to know what he's gonna do against the Mets.
0: Right.
1: Okay, because that's where you're gonna get your money's worth. And but he, I, you know, six innings, he only walked one guy, which there that was that was key. Okay, one guy, he struck out nine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Chavez came in with an inning. Matzik came in with an inning. A.J. Minter uh, struggled a little bit, uh, did give up three hits, did, uh, you know, two earned runs. But still, uh, Ian Anderson pitched very well, and they got him runs in the early going, John, which helped. You know, they throughout the course of his game, you know, they ended up giving him uh two, three, four. He had four runs to mm-hmm. deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh so, you know, you're gonna have to get the bases loaded and hit on Grand Slam to tie the game. Right. Uh, but he didn't get himself in any trouble and it seemed like he got himself through some quick innings as well, which helped. And lo and behold he pitches six innings. And he looked like a genius. But again, I said it. One game does not make the pitcher. I right. gotta see it against the Mets, and if he goes out and pitches well against the Mets, you know, confidence continues to build because I still think Ian Anderson has a place, but that place is dwindling very, very quickly, so I need to see Ian get stronger and stronger and stronger as the, as the year goes on.
0: Now, I know we were both impressed with Ian Anderson's pitching, but who impressed you offensively?
1: Well, this game, I was on the road uh, for this game and, and listened to much of this game. But what I heard was, you know that guy named William Contreras? Oh, yeah. Uh, that guy, well, well, that guy uh, turned on and had himself a three-for-four game, had three RBIs, scored two runs, uh, two homers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, that, that guy would be a, a guy that definitely you could throw in there. That would be my player of the game. Uh, but three hits and we needed a little bit of that because he's been struggling a tad bit lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but three hits, two homers, um, you know, hit one, hit a, hit one opposite field, hit one, you know, a, a, a towering shot as well. So, um, you know, I believe Matt Olson with another homer too. So, you throw that in there. So, what do you know? Um, you know, but William Contreras, and we've needed that. Yes. Um, you know, this lineup has been pretty set. Um, you know, Snitger moves around the pieces a little bit, um, with Ozuna, Rosario, Contreras, you know, those guys, he's been moving those guys around, um, you know, so again, William Contreras, what a game. Uh, I love it. Rosario had a good game, one for three, uh, you know, scored a couple of runs, got on base, uh, a couple of times, um, got an RBI, so. Uh, a lot of good things in this game, but everybody except Marcel Ozuna, who who got on base and scored a run anyway, but everybody except Ozuna and Harris had hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, I I think I texted you about uh, Contreras going off. Yes. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was on my way home. We were on our way home from St. Louis, and uh, who's also had some flooding issues as well. Oh, but wow. um, yeah, uh, but we were on our way home, and and um, yeah, and, and I don't. I listen, you know, I don't get a chance to listen a huge amount. I'm mostly watching games, but mm-hmm. uh, since we were on our way home, and um, my wife was watching something on her phone, and my son was watching something on his phone in the back, so uh, kicked the game on, and uh, lo and behold, I got to listen to a large majority of it, and then got home, finally finished watching the rest of it. But, but yeah, good, good stuff, good win, and that, again another another good win. Uh, but uh, it was a, uh, a a game where uh, we win six to two, which is great. Diamondbacks came back scored two runs in the night, uh, mm. but six runs, 11 hits, uh, one error and, and, um, you know, uh, a big, big win, uh, 20 games over 500 is what it pushed us to. So, uh, good stuff.
0: Um, and going all the way back to Friday night, the Braves beat the Diamondbacks <laughs> off of Kyle Wright pitching five to two, um. Kyle Wright seemed to be pitching good, from what I could tell.
1: Um, looked it. He was, um, um, you know, there were times where uh, it looked like it wasn't as crisp and clean mm-hmm. as what you would like. Um, he did walk a couple guys, five hits, uh, almost got seven innings, uh, very close, but gotten a little trouble in the sixth, in the seventh inning, and. Dylan Lee had to come in and do what Dylan Lee's been doing lately, finish him out with a strikeout. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a that was a good thing. Um, but, you know, six and two-thirds, five hits, two earned runs, two baseball balls, and five strikeouts. So, can't complain. McHugh came in, and, and uh, I thought Colin McHugh personally uh, could have gone out for another inning
2: mm-hmm. and
1: finished it off. But they did bring in Jansen. He came in. And he struggled. Uh, did walk two guys, but struck out three guys. Uh, So ended up, you know, striking out the side, basically, and gotten in a little bit of trouble in the ninth inning. But I thought McHugh should have went out for the ninth inning and just let him finish it out. It would have been a a nice and easy instead of, you know, it would have been a five-minute ninth inning instead of a 20-minute ninth inning uh, with with Jansen. But uh, Jansen was frustrated with the zone. Uh, I think uh, there were – uh, a lot of guys – I got a chance to watch most of that game on Friday night. Bumgartner was frustrated with the zone as well. He had a few choice words for the umpire. And then Jansen had some choice words, even to the point where um, Kranich had to come out at one point uh, and just kind of calm him down a little bit. Oh, wow. Uh, and get him get him back together. And then he ended up striking out, you know, the side. But, but yeah, he was frustrated. It looked like the zone was uh, – kind of all over the place maybe mm-hmm. uh, where you would think would be a strike wasn't and where you would think shouldn't be a strike was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but he was also high. He was also up a little bit to me personally. Uh, so and that's just all in a release point and stepping and all that kind of good stuff. But, but he did strike him out. But uh, it, it makes me nervous when Kenley Jensen comes in to, to, to pitch uh, because it's going to be a long inning. If they get anybody on base, they might as well go ahead and steal. If it's a if it's a one nothing game and the tying run gets on first base, they're going to steal. They're going to get to second base because he can't hold him on. Uh, I mean, I'm stealing. I might even be stealing third, to be quite honest with you, uh, because Jansen can't hold him on. He's got that long, uh, you know, deliberate delivery, mm-hmm. and 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 they make it. So they put themselves in scoring position. So anybody that gets on, I'm, I'm hoping it's at least a two or three run lead when he comes in, because, you know, if anybody gets on base, it's almost like you're getting a walking triple. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and then, you know, you get, uh, be able to hit him in with a pop fly or something. So anyway, he did finish the job and that's fine. And, and again, you know, hopefully Kirby Yates will be coming in pretty soon. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that may be the closer of the future for the Braves. uh, And uh, hopefully he'll, He'll be pitching pitched well down in uh, AAA, and, um, and he's been with the team, I think. So I think he's ready to go, and hopefully we'll see him uh, coming up. And, of course, even this week, you're going to see Jacob DeGrom is supposed to go Tuesday night. Um, my guess is, though, that we will miss Jacob DeGrom uh, just because I think he'll be on some sort of pitching uh, pitch count or something probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – It'll be interesting to see how the Mets work their rotation, especially with that doubleheader on Saturday.
0: Um, I just spaced out. Sorry. <laughs> That's me, like, right? That's me today. <laughs> I, just went, I had a blonde moment there for a second. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I was impressed with Kyle Wright, even though, you know. So, going – the Braves sweep the Diamondbacks.
1: Like, yes,
0: it's always good to sweep the Snakes.
1: It is. Yeah, it is. And they're a good team. Look, they came in hot, John. We talked about this uh, last week. Uh, they came in hot.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: they came in hot. Bumgardner going on on Friday. You know, you had a veteran going on Friday. And, mm-hmm. and a, a guy who I'm really surprised his name not been mentioned in any trade deadline deals. I
2: am too. Um,
1: uh, I, I thought he might be willing to go somewhere. Um, you know, and has had a relatively good year. Uh, again, you get a veteran pitcher who's, um, you know, been in those, uh, uh, you know, situations that you'd want to put uh, guys in, pressure situations, and, and I'm surprised that he's not mentioned. Again, Tuesday's not over yet. Nope. Okay? Uh, there's still a lot of things out there, but I'm surprised his name has not been mentioned. And uh, so, uh, w- we'll see. But he was coming in rather hot. This team was coming in hot anyway to begin with. Uh, they They had been – You know, they just swept the Giants, Mm -hmm. uh, which that was huge, and, you know, may have single-handedly knocked the Giants out of any playoff hopes. Uh, You know, right now, the wild card is crowded at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cardinals have been struggling, uh, so that really kind of moves them down a little bit in the pecking order, but um, I think it shows how the the, the division the the Braves are in, you know, Mm -hmm. the Eastern Division, how strong it is, Because you got three teams. Uh, You know, I talked about the Western Division and how strong it is, but the Giants have fallen off and thought, well, maybe they might get three teams into the playoffs. But it looks like the East may get three teams in because you're going to have the Mets probably. And Mm -hmm. then the Braves are right now at the top of the wild card spot. And then you Uh, have the Phillies. Yeah, then you go to the Phillies. Um, You know, and right now, again, the way it's going to work is the top two teams – uh record wise are gonna get bys, um and then and then it's gonna be uh a three game free for all for everybody else and mm-hmm. it'll be the the uh the brewers right now look like they're at the bottom of the divisional races the brewers who are at the top of the central would get the phillies mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you get the Phillies hey well and you know that's not all a good right. spot for them to be in that they're supposed to get the bottom of the wild card and and that's supposed to be not so much the greatest team, they're going to get the Phillies. <laughs> uh, or it could be, if the Phillies don't go, that's their divisional rival the Cardinals. Uh, yep. And that, that's for some great theater. And then it's going to be the Braves and the Padres.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that should make for, you know, and, and, and if you're the Mets, you're probably counting your lucky stars. If they stay where they're at, if, mm. if the Braves end up catching the Mets and passing the Mets, then it's the Mets and the Padres, and the Padres took two out of three from them a couple of weekends ago. Yep. Uh, so, you know, and it's a three-game set, by the way. So, uh, anyway, it, it just makes for some great theater uh, coming up. And, and um, you know, uh, Padres, you know, trading Josh for Josh Hader, which I was surprised at because, they, yeah, they swapped closers. And the Padres ended up giving up a, a few more just to get Josh Hader. Uh, so I was kind of okay. surprised at that, and and of course their names have been mentioned in the Soto deal as well, with mm-hmm. uh, potentially sticking their nose in there and and getting Juan Soto. So who knows? Who can knows?
0: You, can you imagine the personalities on that team when you have Hader, uh, Soto, and uh oh. Patisse?
1: yeah. I, I mean, you know, if you're Manny Machado and Eric Hosmer, you're probably yeah. thinking, uh, okay. Because Machado, you know, trying to really take Fernando Tatis under his wing, and and you know, every once in a while, it takes some tough love uh, mm-hmm. to to kind of bring some of these guys down. And um, you know, right now, a shortstop for the Padres is playing really well, and there had been some talk that maybe moving Tatis to the outfield um, and letting him play out in the out in the outfield. Uh, so I don't know. It's interesting to see when he comes back because <laughs> but what pieces did the Padres need to add? By the way, you know the Dodgers are on a roll. I get that. Okay, they're just they're running away with it. Uh, you know it's it's going to be a, a struggle for the Padres to jump back in there and try to catch them. You know the mm-hmm. Dodgers have won I think 400 games in a row somewhere in that neighborhood. Huh. You know they're they're like the Yankees. They they've jumped out there. That's great. That's great. Um, you know what you do during the regular season sometimes doesn't translate to the postseason.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Well. You could ask a lot of NFL teams with that. Um, you know, if to ask my Cowboys, they'll probably tell you what, what, when, what goes in the in the regular season doesn't go in the postseason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, the, the Padres are trying to make themselves a little bit better. But what pieces do they need to add? Patisa's is going to be coming back pretty soon. I mean, and and that's a that's a big bat. They're going to add to their lineup coming up.
0: Is there shortstop C.J. Abrams?
1: I think it is, I don't even know, but whoever it is they've had a he's had a great year okay um you know i mean uh, you you couldn't ask for anything uh better from who they got um and and he's been he's also uh been very solid defensively uh, sure. so there, you know talk of moving to the out- moving to teach to the outfield that's huge by the way
0: Just so huge. If, I'm, if i'm not mistaken um c j abrams was a Quarterback or a running back for Blessed Trinity here in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, and huh. on the state, one of their uh, state runner, uh, state championship or state runner up teams, and they had to play yeah. Cartersville. Cartersville had yeah. Trevor Lawrence.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Who
0: would go back and forth.
1: Huh. Okay. Cool. Well, that's uh, great. Ted
0: Look at that. But Sid, yeah. he, he was a dual threat athlete. I mean, I was always impressed with CJ Abrams. Um,
1: right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff, you know, it's, um, good, good stuff. I love, I love those stories and, uh, you know, um, good shortstop though. Good shortstop.
0: Oh yeah. The story that always gets me and I know, I know, but, uh, Matthew Stafford was, uh, the quarterback to, uh, Clayton Kershaw was his center. So,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. That's another one. Or the one that gets me too is, um, um, Max Free, Lucas Giolito, and and um, Jack um, yeah, Jack uh, John, uh, John Flaherty or Jack Flaherty, whatever, whichever one Flaherty for the Cardinals, yeah. all on the same high school team. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, how does anybody ever win against them? I don't I think. Mean, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yep. We've hinted around and around and around, but speaking of those wild card. Phillies. They, the Braves are playing the Phillies the next two games.
1: They are. Uh, it's a, a night game Tuesday night. It's an afternoon game uh, on uh, Wednesday. We haven't fared too well in afternoon games by the way. And and Charlie Morton is going in the afternoon game. He really did not fare too well no. uh, last week in the afternoon game with the, the Phillies um, past the fourth inning, I guess. Let's put it right. that way.
2: Right. Um,
1: he didn't fare too well the last time, if I remember. Uh, that he got an afternoon game. So uh, let's hope fortunes change. But we got to keep the winning going uh, because we don't want to keep falling further and further behind. I know there's still plenty of baseball left. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know the schedules uh, certainly don't get any easier for either of these teams. Uh, So um, either of the Mets or the Phillies. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this five-game series is vitally important. And, And the reason I think, you know, to get through this Philly series, first. The reason I think you know we got to be within striking distance is because every game you play, if you're in the lead, okay, if you've got the lead, it's not as vitally important to win again to to win all the games. You just need right. to win a couple of games. Um, you know, if you can go into a five-game series, you're let's say you're still three and a half games up. Mm-hmm. Well. Let's say the Braves win the first game. Okay, that's two and a half, but you win the next game. Well, now you're back to three and a half, okay? Right. with three games to play, Right. all right? So, if you swap back and forth, and even though you win the series, let's say you win three out of the five, you're only two and a half games. Right. Uh, so, you only gained a game. That's why being ahead at this point is important, um, but there's still a lot of pressure, you know, a lot of pressure, and obviously – Going to be in New York too, so that's a that's a big thing. But you got to get through the Phillies first, and you know you're going to see Nelson on Tuesday night and and Wheeler on um, on Wednesday afternoon. Right. You know, and Wheeler, a good pitcher. We avoided him the last series, but we did get Nola and 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 well, but the Phillies took you know the last series, took two out of three, and essentially the Braves had really you know honestly up up until the weekend. Um, they had lost three out of four, I think, mm. is what it was. And then you know they win these three games, which is great. Uh, but again, we need to show something against the Phillies coming up uh, to get through just to get to the Mets coming up. And you'd like to still be—I don't—I'd like to be more than three and a half. I'd like to be two and a half to one and a half. But again, that's going to require the Nats uh, to to win a couple of games against the Mets. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The positive note on it is uh, the Mets didn't get a day off this week. Nope. uh, And haven't had a day off, uh, you know, for a while. So, uh, I believe they may have gotten one off last week. But they have not had a day off, uh, and that's good. So, they're going to be playing all these games in a row. So, that's beneficial on our side because we got the day off yet today – or Monday, I should say. Uh, And so, the bullpen's a little more rested, which is good. Which is good.
0: Now – I'm assuming Kyle Wright will go on
1: Thursday. I uh, Rice, yeah, Wright's scheduled for Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. As following the pecking order, at least, Wright is scheduled for Thursday. Yes. And then, I didn't see who's going for the match. I haven't seen who's going for the match.
0: And then the so, next day, which would be Friday, is when we'll talk to you guys again. I'm assuming right. there'll be uh, Ian Anderson going.
1: Should be, uh, if that's what the pecking order goes. Uh, Max Scherzer pitched Monday night. Uh, so, you would expect Scherzer to be going one of those games, uh, what, on Saturday? Would that be right? Tuesday? Yes. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes, yeah, Saturday. Going to go one of those games on Saturday. You know, it's always interesting to find it. And the Braves are are very lucky. Um, and I think this is where Odorizzi is going to probably figure into this mm-hmm. uh, whole equation is he'll probably get one of those games in the doubleheader. Um, so, then you're still you're still following the same five-man rotation. Um, and you're not getting anybody out of turn uh, by having to pitch that second game or the first game of a doubleheader, uh, which, is, which is really good. So, you know, if you follow the pecking order, Wright would lead off on Thursday. Uh, then you would have Ian Anderson on Friday, Max Freed pitching one of those games of a doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, Rizzi Rizzi's probably going to pitch the other one, and then you're going to come back with Spencer Strider on, uh, on Sunday. So everybody, all hands on deck, is going to pitch against the Mets. Uh, and and you're going to get Scherzer.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know if you'll get DeGrom or not. Chances are you probably are going to get DeGrom, and if you do, you're going to get him on Sunday. Um, that's my guess. Uh, so we'll see. It should be fun. Uh, we'll know this weekend. We'll talk more. When we talk Friday, we'll be able to, to, to figure out a little bit more. But hopefully a couple of wins and we get a little bit closer in the standings.
0: As a baseball fan, I would like to see Strider versus Scherzer.
1: Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, uh, you got two fastball pitchers uh, going against each other, and and it, you know that's outstanding stuff. It it does um, it does worry me. You know, the Phillies are Phillies are pretty good. Uh, you know, your hope that Strider can get you six innings tonight, so you don't have to tack the bullpen uh, a lot, uh, and especially. With it being an afternoon game on uh, on Wednesday, you, you hope some of these guys uh, can pitch on Wednesday. So um, you know we need uh, all hands on deck, um, but you cannot overlook this series with the Phillies. We got to take care of business against the Phillies and then move on to the Mets because you can't get to the Mets. You got to get to the Phillies first.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for it. See, I'm excited to see what the Braves can do.
1: Yeah. Absolutely me too well
0: that's that's about all I have for the show. you got anything else?
1: No, I'm good it's uh sorry, I've been a little spacey today myself, so um uh, hopefully uh you know we pick up a couple of wins and uh we move on to the Met series and uh that should be um i should i should coming up with the Met series, I should be able to get all my steps in plus about fifty thousand <laughs> more uh by the time the series is over so. I'm going to be in really good shape by the time the Mets series is over. There we definitely. go. There yeah, we go. definitely. Yeah. I'll just put – maybe I should put a backpack on like you do that – was it that ruck or something? Yeah. Maybe I should just put a backpack on. I, I should get those those miles in for you, John.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I, I, I,
0: you got to get 21 in for me because I, I missed uh, – I didn't get 21 on Friday night. So.
1: Okay. I, I may be able to do that by the time the Mets series is over. Okay. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Okay. <laughs>
0: Guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you can catch the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts or shows. Um, you can follow the show at Ethos Braids on Twitter. You can follow me at The Blind Donkey Runner. And I'm also on Facebook at John Robert McKay. And Jeremy's on Facebook. The Wise Jeremy Rell's on Facebook.
1: That's it. That's all I am, sir. <laughs> Thank you, John. Appreciate Thank you. It. Awesome. Right. As always, go brave. Go brave.